Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. here, host of Fright to the Round Table. I am here today to talk with Jonathan Moody. Hey, Jonathan, are you there? Uh, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I just want to say everyone um, out there that um, Jonathan is normally the host of Fright to the Round Table, and I'm his co-host, and I'm turning the tables on him today. I'm going to interview him. He has done some amazing work. And right now, um, out on Amazon Prime, you can see Scary Story Summer Party. And um, he is one of the writers and directors of this wonderful film. If you haven't seen it yet, get a chance. And he's going to tell us a little bit about that and a few things that are that is going on in his life. So go ahead, Jonathan. Okay. Uh, well, if you haven't seen it, uh, you should go see it right now on Amazon Prime. <laughs> As was stated, um, it is a <laughs> horror anthology, kind of inspired by like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Tales from the Crypt, but as a movie, um, you know, it, it basically it's three girls uh, who tell scary stories, and then we kind of see the the stories that they're telling, um, and you know, it's, it's a fun little little flick, and um, I really enjoyed it. It took like two years to basically to make uh, and then took five years to get on Amazon. So uh, I was happy that happened. Yeah. Uh, Now I remember there were multiple there. Sorry. um, But I remember there were multiple, also multiple directors and writers for this specific film or this feature. Mm. Yep. There was, there was one, two, three, like five, I guess. And there was yeah. like nine or ten stories. Ten, I think, yeah. if you include like the wraparound, but like there's like uh, nine, I think, segments. And so. you and um, you were the one to get kind of build and get everyone together. And this was your original story, am I correct? Yep. Um, originally yeah. started out as another movie that unfortunately didn't happen. Um, but I took two of the short films that. Was it going to happen in that? I don't really want to go. <laughs> I try to keep that like <laughs> stuff private. I mean, you could probably look it up and find out stuff online if you wanted to. Yeah. But um, you know, it was another story. It didn't happen. Um, then you know, I took two of the stories. I took the pledge and Valentine's Spray, which I I had done with Debney Penn, and I put yeah. them in this you know specific uh, thing. And then I 
I just started making things kind of on my own with my own money and then with some other, you know, with, with whatever help I could get, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know um, I heard Devaney. I haven't had a chance to work with her yet, but I met her recently this summer, and she is amazing and a sweetheart. Um, how was it working with her? Oh, she was she was a blast. She's very professional, um, hardworking. Uh, she, I mean, she came in newer lines, you know, which is a big thing. It's, I don't yeah, know if exactly. you've ever had that problem, but you know, <laughs> yeah. like just knowing the lines is like I feel like is half the battle with most actors. Um, yeah, but, you know, a lot of them don't like to like memorize the lines. It's not like they even you know whatever. So yeah, she came in. She had all the lines. She had her character. I mean, she was completely mapped out. Uh, the first Absolutely. one I ever worked with her on was not on Scary Stories. Uh, what was it called? The Closet. It was a short film, and I was just the co-writer. No, I was the, well, yeah, I was co-writer, to, uh, producer, co-producer, something, co-producer. And um, I was also an actor in it. And, you know, right. um, I play her uh, her boyfriend, I think. Uh, or okay. it was either boyfriend or um, whatever, but she was just very very pleasant to work with, very easy, didn't, you know, whatever. And then uh, then we worked on Valentine's Prey and the Pledge, and the Pledge shoot was, was insane. The first, Like, we had to do two two shots at it because the first time we thought we could do the short in, like, one day, and then um, yeah. that didn't work out. Yeah, I I worked with a few people. Yeah, like that. It's like one day we could do it in one day, and they were like, "Oh no, we definitely needed another day for this, (laughs) or more." You know, so it doesn't. Honestly, if we had three days, if we had, you know, um, if I had really planned it uh, better, we I would have planned for three days because uh, we didn't know when we got there for the. Okay, I have to explain this. So I love telling this story. This is one of my favorite stories. Um, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm not sure. But we um, we were shooting, um, you know, in, uh, we were shooting in February. Uh, yeah. So this is, there's already, like, thought of snow coming out of the ground or whatever. This is for the first shoot. So we're uh, – things are, things are a little crazy. Uh, things aren't really working the way I was hoping they would work out, like, you know, producing wise, you know, things just aren't going as smooth. And um, I get a message like a guy, you know, one of my um, uh, camera operators comes up to me and says, you know, hey, uh, they need you downstairs. There's right. a, um, you know, there's a pro, uh, there, there's some people who need to see who want to ask you what's going on, right? So I right. go out there and these, there's two old women in a car. And they are, and, and they literally, literally live across the street. So they just drove right. in their car because I guess it was too cold for them. But whatever, just you know. And and they, I come up to them and I said, "Hi, how are you doing?" But you know, my name is Jonathan. How can I help you? And they're like, "Are you the producer of this movie?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yes, ma'am. I'm, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm producing this. They're like, what kind of movie is this?" And I'm like, uh, it's, a, "It's a horror film." Which you don't tell old people that they don't appreciate right. horror as much as yeah. the younger generation might. Um, so they're like, "Oh, a horror film? Oh, that's going to be great for our neighborhood." And I was like, <laughs> um, "I'm sorry." 
And they're like, well, we're going to call the cops on you because this is, you know, this is a distraction. I'm like, okay. I don't, like, I'm kind of freaking out at that point. And so they do call the cops, and the cops come. And the first thing they do is they come up to my buddy Farron and my buddy Terry, who are both helping produce, you know, work on it. I don't know if Farron was, but he should have gotten a producing credit because he he busted his butt on on the first one. But he comes in and he says, you know, uh, they both come up, the cops come up to them. I'm glad they came to them first. And they said, do you guys have permits for this? And they're like, oh, we don't need permits. We have the landowner's permission, which they did. And they had the owner of the house permission. And they said, oh, okay, carry on. They left. Yeah. And um, after then, my lighting guy got worried and made sure that we put the lighting lighting kit in, like, the, the backyard, you know what I mean, like, yeah, whatever, and and all this stuff because they didn't want them like tearing it down or whatever, and all this Absolutely. craziness. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows what those crazy women would have done? But um, then uh, March, it was March. Or wait, wasn't uh, it was April? Uh, we shot again, so we had we wanted to come back because we didn't get it finished. So we came back in April, and the biggest problem was that the landowner i met him for the first time the owner of the house and he said um he was a little worried about those women that were still there you know and stuff and they he needed um he didn't want them calling cops on us again or anything because you know he doesn't want stuff happening to his house so we had to shoot in the back backyard which is fine we actually made it work um but we could only shoot till midnight and that, that's not normally a problem. That's four hours each day, generally, right? Six o'clock to, right. to oh no, actually six six hours, six to to midnight. That six hours you can shoot enough stuff in there. I mean, you know, for a short film, that's definitely a good amount of time. But our yeah. lead actress, who we had to get at um, what is it? Uh, she this this other this one not not Devaney, but we flew Devaney out. Um, and then this other actress that's supposed to play like the lead, um, uh, what is it, uh, pledge, you know, pledge master, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. She, the girl that we had originally on the first time, uh, told me like all of a sudden she had a uh, another commitment. She had work that she got called into that day, and she couldn't come. And I was like, Are you, oh, are you really? kidding me? Like. This sucks. I remember you so, telling me this story. I remember you telling yeah. me this story. Um, I think, like, a, 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 to the audience out there, um, me and Jonathan have become super close over over time recently. And, uh, again, he's an amazing writer, an amazing all-around dude, and I hope everyone out there can work with him. Um, he was telling me this story a few weeks ago, and I remember just being crushed. Like, to find out, I don't, for, for anybody that's, Again, like all of us indie people, we count on people showing up. And for people to mm-hmm. just throw in the towel same day is always so hard. And especially because, Jonathan, I know you're such a hard worker, and I know you try to get amazing people on your projects. So it's just insane that even someone like you that I, can happen to. You know what I mean? I'm like, sure if we paid her, you know, I'm sure if we had paid her, which we – couldn't at that particular time, but if we had, she would have probably, you know, put her work but aside or whatever. Like, I, did I she would... know you weren't going to pay her before you hired her? 
yes or no? Yes. Like, did she yes. say yes or yes, not gay? Yeah. So, then, yes. you know, she at the same yes. time, and, yeah, and was it on a weekend, yes or no? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, right. I don't remember. But, I don't, I'm trying to but say, like, I'm trying way, to think it wasn't. Way, she said yes. Like, she said yes. You right. know what I mean? Like, either way, she said yes to I, doing the project. Like, look, I so, do a lot of projects to everyone out there. I do a lot of projects, like, um, for free, like, especially if I'm, like, helping produce. I'm like, sure, I'll be there. I'll do it, especially if I know it's an awesome project. And But my word is my word. But I'm, like, old school like that in a sense, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, my word is a handshake. Like, if I tell someone I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there unless, Otherwise, you know, something crazy happens. You know what I mean? But I'm not just not mm-hmm. going to show up because I had, you know, some other thing going on, you know? You want to hear a funny uh, side note to that? Is, what? Uh, like two years later, after, you know, she had turned that down or whatever, left yeah. uh, that project. I'm, you know, and hey, I, I did not ever say anything bad. And I still won't. I love her to death. I'm not going to say her name, you know what I mean? Because I don't want yeah, people no, feeling like not. it's a bad, whatever. I mean, yeah. she's a sweet person. She just happens to whatever. But a funny side note is I, I got to play a um, – I was in the FBI criminal pursuit with her, right? And okay. I got to play a John that uh, pays for her as a hooker with a credit card. So, I don't oh, know. Wow. I, just, I think life has a funny way of, like, doing things, you know? Um, yeah, like full circle. So, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this um, uh, other girl, I, you know, because I'm, like, I'm freaking out right now at that moment. Like, going, oh, my God, I'm spending, like, $3,000 trying to get this damn thing made. And, you know, like, that goes into all the production yeah. of it, you know, and everything. Um, and Absolutely. so I'm, like, all worried. And, um uh, I'm like freaking out, and I asked Chris Roll, who's my like, um, he's kind of my, he was my go-to guy for a lot of stuff because he knew a lot of people around there, and he was helping with the project. And I said, Chris, do you know anybody that you know can help us out? And he was like, Well, I think Rachel Lang will, you know, is available. So we contacted yeah. Rachel. I didn't know her. I've never met her at that time. Um, didn't know, you know. And I was like, you know, could this girl even be? the perfect person, um, and we called her up. It was maybe eight hours before shooting. Um, we called her up, and she said, yeah. And she said, sure, just send me the script. So we emailed oh, her the script, um, and she comes in, and she nails it. She was off book, which, I mean, like we just talked about people memorize yeah. lines. Uh, and for Absolutely. people who don't know what that means, off book you know, pretty much means what it says. Like you're off yeah. the book. You don't know. You know. Yeah. You know all your lines. You're ready. She was off book. Exactly. She, was, she was professional. She she brought things to her character that I did not see when I was writing it that yeah. I loved. Um, at first, I was like, oh, because you know, I I'm really weird about my writing. If uh, like, and you know, it, it's you know what I mean. Like when I write something, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if. You know, that's not what I visioned exactly, but she brought something right. way more, and I didn't realize it until, yeah. you know, years later when I started really seeing this the movie over and over again. I started noticing things that she brought, and she was wonderful. Um, everybody on set had a great chemistry, and that shoot yeah. um, was hell to get made, right? I mean, it was, it was a bitch, but 
at the you know at the end of it, I was so like oh like frustrated, and I I almost wanted to quit the you know entertainment industry because all these things were happening and just life wasn't going the way I wanted it to, and blah blah blah, right? Uh, what was me? Um, yeah. But then we cut it together, and it was amazing. It just looked great, and uh, Victor and Nash. Who, I'm, uh, who I love to death. He did the visual effects for like the fire and things like that. Brought something that I didn't even know that he was going to do that. And I was just like, this looks amazing and professional and the best thing I've ever like produced, basically. Because I didn't direct it. Uh, Coben Delacruz did did a wonderful job directing it. Um, he also awesome. did special makeup effects. So it's really funny to have the director one second and then he goes over and, and does the makeup stuff for the, the ghost and stuff like that. It's like, where did the director um, go? Oh, he's over there. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great. And, I mean, and that's the one thing about the horror scene. You know, you get a group of people, usually, you know, it's like a crew of, you know, 10 sometimes doing a feature and you get on mm-hmm. there and they're all, we're all doing like, we're all gripping, you know, we're all moving life. We're all, you know, we're all doing our own makeup or making sure everyone else's stuff looks good. Or, you know, I, there's sometimes, like, you're in such a time crunch in the wars, you know, because of the budget. Sometimes you don't get the budget you want, so you have to, like, crunch, you know, crunch within so many days. Like, I, I remember uh, there was uh, one film that we we shot recently, and it was so great. And talking about off-book with actors, it's so great having people where – you know, we're all, you know, we're all, all off book, but, you know, someone has a brain for whatever, and we're so off book that, you know, we can tell the other person what their line is for them. So it keeps the, the flow going. But, they don't have to stop and go away. It's like, no, 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 this is your line. Let's go, let's go. You know, and um, and it's so right. great. I remember, I remember I love doing that for other people, too, and it's such a feel-good moment to be on set and helping each other out. Because you you leave and you go home and you're like oh I'm not just an actor, you know like I'm I'm really a part of this team you know I'm really a part of doing something and like that director that you worked with he he can see it and look back and go you know like if it doesn't turn out great it's my fault if it turns out great it's my it's my you know I scored you know like it, right. it I did good you know and um and that's right. always a blessing you know so it's great um, it's so great that you have that. So great. Well, my favorite story ever, not of my stuff, but a pure, yeah. you know, ever story is, uh, you know, who Kevin Smith is right, director of like Clara, yeah. Small Rats, oh. Amy. Yeah, um, I would love you know, to work with that did, guy. I love that uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people would. Um, he, <laughs> uh, he told this story about Jason Mewes, the guy who plays Jay in the Jane Silent mm-hmm. Bob stuff, mm-hmm. and um, during the set of Dogma. Uh, Kevin had told Jay that you can't you can't be your normal like snooze to the nudes you know type of character you know or whatever you gotta you gotta be strong you gotta be a strong actor in this one because you're gonna be up against people like Alan Rickman who is like yeah. in Die Hard and the Harry Potter movies and and tons of stuff but like at that time I don't even think he had done Harry Potter yet but he had done like Die Hard and and a bunch of other great, you know, he is a freaking ma- master actor. He's like, you're going to be up yeah. against this guy. And uh, and Jason was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to score acting points around him. I'm going to shine over him, right? So he, um, you know, he comes back later on to do the scenes, and he knew all his lines. He was off book. And he was like, oh, wow, you're you're off book. He was like, oh, yeah? yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, test me, motherfucker. So he goes and says, 
you know, uh, you said his line, right? Or, or, you know, or Kevin Smith says a line and then Jason Mew says his line. And he's like, oh, wow, you're really good. All right, you got it. And I was like, no, yeah. now uh, you be you be me. And, you know, and they knew everybody else's line too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, and like See, that's the kind of acting you want, you know. Exactly. And I've gotten to the point where for me as an actor, I will tell you flat out, the reason I got the jobs I got is because I showed up to the audition off book. I or I sent in a video audition and I wasn't reading from my line. And if I and there's been maybe one or two times where like I'll get sent stuff and they're you know, and I know they need it between so many days and I, I won't send it in unless I'm off book because I feel weird not being off book. You know, like it doesn't feel like me. But it's different when, like, for me, I'm a, I'm a theater, like, from, I come from a theater background. So for, for me to not be off book, I'm, like, I shame myself. There's been, like, one or two times where, like, I forget certain things and I hate myself for it, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, I should know this, you know? And, um, but I will right. say for all actors out there, for every actor out there, I've, every job I've gotten, I got because I showed up to the audition off book and everyone else just, like, fluttered in and was just, like, lollygagging on their script, you know, it doesn't take that long to be off book. It, it, it's practice, and practice makes perfect. Like, yeah, when I was a kid, I would, you know, bomb all my tests because I couldn't remember dates or anything. But once I started acting and just reading scripts and reading and reading and reading and, and, and constantly reading, it helped me. And it's, it's definitely well, when helped you're a lot. Passionate about some, yeah, when yeah. you're passionate about something, you want to do it and you want to get this, exactly. you know, you want to nail this. And I mean, uh, when you're in school learning history or something, you're, you're, you're like, well, I, you know, it's not like I'm going to go out of the world <laughs> and be like, well, guess what happened to, you know, Abraham Lincoln. And, you know, I mean, like, it's not like That's that. True. It's like, That's you know, true. like um, I don't care about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> of course right. I care about. Unless you're, unless you're playing Mary, Mary Todd Lincoln and a, and a play or something, then you care, right. and then you learn all the lines about Absolutely. that certain situation, or you research yeah. the person, you know, things exactly. like that. Exactly. But, um, but no, well, more about you. Let's get right back to you on topic. <laughs> you, I want to hear more about how you've come to filmmaking, how you come to writing, because I know you also love writing. And I will say to the audience out there, um, I am currently reading something that Jonathan wrote, and I'm not saying anything yeah. about it. I love it. And it, I love your writing. And I, I also read this other film that hopefully we'll be working together on um, uh, before mm-hmm. the holidays. And I love the story. I love the way you write. You keep everyone intrigued all the time. And you, you, it feels like talking about loving something, it feels like writing is your thing. And I just want to hear how you are you, how you come about that. And are you still in Virginia? Yes, you still live in Virginia. You're from Virginia. Yeah, I still live in you Virginia. You grew up there. Yep. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I grew up in Williamsburg, Virginia, and born and raised and, and lived here, uh, you know, since then. And, uh, you know, honestly, how I got into writing, um, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I, I want to say I was like 13 or 12 or something that age. And, I was just writing stuff. Um, I remember, I think I've told, told this at a podcast before too, but um, I wrote a, um, uh, like a pilot for a TV show. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. And I didn't know how to write a pilot 
And uh, so I wrote a uh, this sitcom called Joey before there was even Joey Tribbiani. This is like, yeah, you know, there's just some character named Joey, and he worked at a. Uh, I remember he worked in an office, and I've never worked in an office at that age. Like I didn't yeah. know anything about that like lifestyle. I just knew what I saw from TV shows and movies. So I wrote this, um, you know, I wrote this story, and um, I all I remember is at the end of it. Joey was in jail for something or whatever <laughs> and had to get bailed out. And that was all I remember. So apparently he got himself in some trouble. Um, I don't know where it is. I remember if I can find it from my sister. My sister actually had an old mag- like underground magazine for her college. And she, um, uh, you know, apparently loved my writing like as a kid, you know. Like obviously yeah. now I look at that and I'm probably like, oh, my God, that was horrible. I ever see it again um but uh you know back then you know i was like a little kid doing yeah. grown-up stuff basically trying to write a, re- a real sitcom um i didn't know how to write i um didn't know how to write a sitcom because um i didn't know that like i all i knew from scripts was play right i had acted in a few plays in high school and so the plays were like you know where the dialogue is like off to the the far right, you know, instead of the center oh, yeah. of a page, yeah, you know, or far to left, far left. I'm sorry, the far yeah, left, far and left. it's like, yeah. um, and you know, that's that's how I wrote it. So it looks like a play, you know, instead yeah. of a sitcom or or whatever. And yeah. I didn't know what int was, exterior. I didn't know any of this stuff. But you know, the more I got into writing stuff or whatever, I started to learn. Oh, you you, you can learn these things through books and stuff and so I started reading, you know, different books and like Sid Field. I tried Sid Field's book, and back then when I first got it, it was like a textbook to me. Like it almost made no sense. It was like jibber jabber. Um, but I think nowadays, if I reread that, I would love it even more um, because <laughs> you know that's like structure and and learning how to really write and stuff like that. Yeah, and I always exactly. I, I suggest if anyone is getting into writing, um, well, first of all, do it. You know, if you want to do it, do it. If you're just doing it because you think it'll make you money, don't do it because you're going to hate it. Um, exactly. But if you do it because you really love it and you want to do it and there's a burning story you have and it's not like a remake of a, of a movie that you've seen, or, you know what I mean? Like it's something original yeah. and different and cool, do it. Go out, buy a book called Screenwriter's Bible. Um, one of the best things, there's like newer editions coming out, even though I'm not sure, but I don't know if it's that guy or no, no, it, that guy's probably still alive. There's another, there's another uh, <laughs> one that I love called Save the Cat that my friend Lewis gave me uh, years ago. And um, not years ago, it was like last year, <laughs> but um, <laughs> he gave me this book. It was wonderful. It's uh, helped me through a lot of stuff. Um, it, it talks more about how to, get through jams and, you know, um, and do that, then it does, like, actually give you, you know, structure and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, See, that's, Marie, that's, that's what I need help with. Or I just perfect. give people my idea and they write the, the, screen for, the screenplay for me. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't be lazy. 
See, that's always what I think when people are like, oh, I gave this idea to somebody. Like a friend of mine, uh, well, I just I met this girl recently. She's from Virginia Beach. I'm not going to give her a name yet or anything, but she's yeah. working on this yeah. uh, project. Met her on LinkedIn, of all places. Um, but, oh, yeah. Um, she, yeah, but she's, you know, I'm hopefully going to be interviewing her soon for in, Independent Corner. So check oh, that sweet. out. Um, but she um, – was talking about this, you know, that she like basically told her story that she wanted, you know, told to like a screen screenwriter that she knew. And he went out and he wrote, wrote the, the movie and it was oh, wow. wonderful like idea, I guess. But to me, yeah. I can't do that. Like I, I'm, I'm a writer first of anything. I'm not like yeah. just an idea person. Like no. I have yeah. to come see what my vision happens and then sometimes oh, it doesn't work. Well, like, no, that's yeah. the thing. Is like I can't give an idea to somebody and let them take all the credit. No way. But I do know, yeah. like for me, if I have, if I do write something one day, no, I'm fully it's it's mine. But that means the actors mm-hmm. aren't going to get like a a they're going to get like a script, but not in script form. <laughs> it's like you know I went you know I I went to film school and I know how to you know and I, I'm just too lazy. I guess you're right. I'm lazy. I'll just like toss it on the paper and be like, here, there you go. <laughs> well, don't do that. Well, I guess no. I mean, okay, okay. I, I'm 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 being mean to you because I don't think you're lazy. No, you're not I think mean. you're um, I know. no. You're not being lazy. You're being uh, busy. You're busy and um. What a lot of people don't realize is that um, writing is a full-time job. Really, it it's is. not a part-time it job. Is. You don't, you don't, um, and, and that's when I like. Because for a little while, I was I, I left writing for a little while. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I would write little things from here, here and there, or whatever, little scripts and shorts and stuff. Absolutely. But not really. Um, but for like from 2014. Um, when we we did like the invited uh, pilot, all the way to yeah. like basically maybe a year ago or something like that, I wasn't really writing anything. I was just trying to get these projects off the ground or do something or whatever, you know, plan things, you know, whatever. It didn't nothing worked out, and um, I ended up um, uh, I ended up basically um, you know, not writing, and so. My biggest thing about it is if I'm a if I'm a writer, uh, professional or not, you know, uh, which you know I have not, I I can't tell if I can be called a professional writer yet because I've never physically gotten paid from somebody for writing. So I guess I can't yet. You know, like I've done it myself. I've raised money myself and I paid myself for work that I've done. You know, but I've never actually gotten. You know like gotten yeah. somebody to go, oh, well, here's, you know, $500 or whatever, write, write this movie. That's cheap, but I'm right. just using that as an example. Um, that right. would be like, the, that would be the low end. That would be a short film that, you know, I could do in like an hour or something. Uh, but, you know, exactly. basically, you know, I've never, that's never happened yet. Um, yeah. So I will tell you, I don't know if I've ever told anybody in the podcast or not, but um, I was, and I can't say what it is or who, um, you know, who who basically talked to me or whatever, but I got offered, uh, well, I got, like, asked if I would direct this one movie. 
and they send me the script. Yeah. And I hate I hate to say it, I hate reading other people's scripts. Um, I'm not a fan um, of doing that because I don't I don't like to read much unless it's my own writing, and I, that sounds really bad, but yeah. it's just how I am. I've never I've never been really a reader unless I'm really interested in what I'm reading. Um, with that being said, I read this script and was like, this is like, this is like my, you know, this is like from my head, basically. Like, the, yeah. uh, this girl who wrote this script basically wrote, you know, out of my, you know, out of my head. You know, I was like, I would have wrote this script. You know, right? Like, if I wrote, I would have wrote this script. It had humor. It had action. It had horror. It had you know, adventure and had everything that I was like looking for. And um so I was like, awesome. Um I'm you know, I love it. I'm I'm in if you if you want. Yeah. And then the movie I guess they went to to the investors and the people that they were talking to. And so far it's never happened. Um I talked to the girl later, asked her what happened, she said she contacted the people and they never got back about it. So, um, you know, it never happened. And that, you know, that's always the bummer of the business is like, um, more often than not, a film will not get made, um, due to investors or like whatever, even, even when it's so close to happening, you know, I've heard horror stories about like investors pulling out, at the last minute. Oh, wow. And wow. it scares me, you know, because, like, you're there. You've got people flying in from places. You know what I mean? They they took off to work on your film, you know, exactly. or work on your thing. Exactly. And then when the investor says, no, there's really nothing a producer or director or anybody can do, you know, and then those people just wasted their time. Um, okay, Okay, okay. I'm going to tell this story, and I think it's, it might be long enough that it might be one of the last stories. Um, no! And it has nothing to do with me, but it is a warning to people. And I'm, once again, not going to say any names. I'm not going to, uh, but there, but this Wait, but is a warning. Wait, before you get into the story, <laughs> before okay. you get into the story, you have to just answer one question. Okay. To to all the sexy ladies out there, are you single? Yes or no? <laughs> wow, thanks. Uh, yes, <laughs> I am single, and uh, uh, I well, thank you. I don't usually talk about that or publicize it because it's weird. Um, you know, but yes, I am single. If anyone wants to talk to me, I ask. I don't know. I don't know how to. Like, all right. Anyway. Laura, you're not. You're you're taken happily. I am. So, I am taken. I'm sorry to yes, everyone out there. So that is that is amazing. So all right, anyway. Let me get into this so back uh, to your let story. me get into this. Okay. Um so I was um okay, so I was you're just now you just lost my trainer thought right there. Okay. Um so I uh I heard about this production, and I was supposed to be on it. Like, I was supposed to be – originally, I think I was supposed to be, like, an assistant director on it or something. Okay. Yeah, I was supposed to be the assistant director. And, I, A, I'd never done an assistant director. I've never worked – I had never worked on a film at that particular point. But I was excited. I was like, I'll, I'll look up what an assistant director does, and I will do 
the best, you know, job I can. And and then the guy pulled it away from me and then was like, nope, oh, wow. you know, you're, do- you're doing too many of your own projects and stuff. We don't think you have time. I'm like, I get time if I get paid, punk, you know, like I will take away from my time, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so anyway, uh, this project never happened at that particular time. And then it kind of kind of came, it kind of went, kind of came back, kind of went again. Um, it had like multiple directors attached, um, multiple producers attached, whatever, right? Um, yeah. I, I feel like this guy just likes to keep bringing it up and then ripping it away. But, um, you know, and it go, it's, it's gone through multiple drafts up until like I think the last draft was actually the the first draft, you know, that they did. But anyway, yeah. uh, so the, he ends up, uh, this producer, director, oh, producer, he's not even, uh, he didn't even want to direct it himself or whatever, which I guess is smart, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, so he ends wow. up getting this one director, this one producer, and a bunch of B-movie stars attached. Uh, he gets uh, enough money to, like, fly them out, right? And... Um, Apparently, okay, so he comes and flies them out uh, on one-way tickets. Wow. Right? Like, yeah, wow. you can see where this is going. Uh, yeah. He did not pay for the hotel that they were all supposed to be staying at. Uh, so everybody got rooms, but nobody got – I don't know how that worked, you know, like how anybody even got a room if he, unless yeah. he started paying a little bit, but he didn't pay, whatever. So they end up um, – Basically, they end up um, uh, getting yelled at by the hotel. And so, anyway, one of the girls had asked the producer, you know, uh, you know, and um, you know, basically, where's the makeup and hair and people, right? And he was like, "Oh, it's it's me. I'm the makeup and hair." Oh my god, it was just. It was just a, wow. they were like, you know how to do that stuff? Like, I need a real, you know, right? And and they found out this thing was a whole, it wasn't a sham. It just, it fell apart. And instead of emailing everybody and telling them, like, this movie's not happening, you know, yeah. like, we lost the money or whatever, because the investor just decided not to pay everything, yeah. you know? But the producer's job is to go and call everybody. But I think they had, like, another plan to try to get money that didn't work. It backfired. And that, I mean, this is where you do the other plan beforehand, you know, find out if it works back, you know what I mean, and then let people know. It was a very poor plan. Um, After then, nobody will ever make this movie, you know. Um, I'll tell you privately what that movie was or something. Don't want to say it online, uh, you know, out loud because I just don't want. This certain this certain producer got mad at me for kind of talking trash online about it and like blocked yeah. me and stuff. And I wasn't talking trash. Yeah, well, I was literally just you know kind of you know agreeing with somebody you know that had yeah. a bad experience well, on that set and he got mad. Exactly. You know? I mean, and, and then for me being uh, a, a female actor, which is probably one of the hardest um, jobs out there, and for or a female, you're just putting, I'm putting myself in certain situations, risking myself, you know, every project that I'm on. But sometimes it's just really good 
um, just to hear different perspectives from different people. Because I don't know, like for me, I do know a lot of people in the horror industry now, and and um, I'm still meeting more and more people. And eventually, hopefully, one day, you know, some great people I hope to work with. And I just like to get. I'm one person, like I never judge. So for everyone out there, like I'm very much like you know. Uh, I love listening and giving advice or I love playing devil's advocate because everyone always has like their reasons behind, you know, what they did or how they did something. And I'm never, I'm always the person that's like, Oh, it's okay. Like I always give people like the second and third chance. That's why it's always good for me. I, and uh, like, for me John, too. I was like, like, it's always good. Like for you, like to come out. And nowadays it, it is that time to, for people to come out and let people know, like, how certain people are being treated, just so people know that, and 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 hopefully that those people that know are are like me, and will just take that advice and go, okay, all right, now I know at least what to look out for. Hopefully that doesn't happen to me, but thank you so much, you know. And and, and luckily, you know I, I have worked to put it out there. I have worked with people that other people like I think would probably I don't like or something, but I love. Or, or whatever. It's just right. every person's situation is different, and the way people treat other people is differently. It's just like, you know, high school. It never leaves us. Everyone likes I, I to think, just play games everywhere. <laughs> I'm not sure if... <laughs> I'm not sure if I talked about it with you and some other people or something, or maybe... No, it was on the one you were supposed to come on, and I told the story. So I don't know if you listened to that. But you were supposed to come on, and then we had too many people talking so like you know lit up and everything and they can only have four people we had four people yeah. so unfortunately oh, you were wow. not able to come on that show that you, co- yeah. you were going to co-host but um here's a, a, a quick crazy story because we're almost out of time but here's a quick crazy story um i had a friend of mine and once again not saying any names but she was uh going to work on this guy who i had heard really bad things about and yeah. um, he does not live in America, and he, she was supposed to fly out to where he was at and everything. And I was right. like, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to warn her, just let her know, you know, there's, you know, blah, 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 right? I, right, um, of course. You know, that there's this of guy course. that, you know, just be careful, you know, and everything like that. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah he's been very nice to me, blah, blah, blah. So then she comes back and she says, you know, it, um you know, whatever, he, he was he was good, you know, she had a good time. And I said, oh, okay, no, that's great. I'm, you know, yeah. I just, you know, want to let you know. Uh, later, she hits me up on, or I hit her up and said, you know, um, congratulations on another movie, you know, that she did. And she wrote okay. back to me, she saw, like, my old posts, you know, that my old message yeah, yeah. to her. And she yeah. was like, um, uh, she was like, oh, my God. So I worked on another movie with that guy. And, you know, we had a great time in the first one. Second time, awful, horrible, sexually harassed, all these other issues. You know, people, you know what I mean? People hated it, yeah. and people, a lot of people stuck with it because they felt like if they didn't, they wouldn't get work, you know, that kind of thing. And, I mean, that sounds, yeah. like, a, that's a, sounds like a Harvey Weinstein kind of thing. And it happens yeah. in the independent film world, too. So I just, I always like to kind of warn people, let people know, be careful. Because you really never know what's going to happen. And, Absolutely. Um, and thank but anyway, you for being one up... of those people. Because there are yeah, people out there that think, oh, they need to hold their tongue. 
and just now more than ever is the time to just kind of speak out. And, and yeah, and like, I, this is why I love you, Jonathan, is, like, you, when you tell people things, you're not judging the person. You're just, like, you know what I mean? You're just saying, like, hey, like, yeah. you know, this is the situation. Look out. And you're not Be even careful. judging the person. Um, yeah. Hey, look. Exactly. I have a lot of friends who get a lot of crap on them, you know, yeah. or whatever. And it happens you know, it, it it isn't great, but it happens. Um, my thing is, um, you know, that guy got, that, that one filmmaker got mad at me because I blocked yeah. him, you know, or whatever. And yeah. I told him, look, um, or I didn't tell him anything, but I wanted to be like, look, dude, uh, I've heard some really awful stories about you. You probably heard shit about me. I don't know. I don't care. I mean, yeah. rumors are rumors, but you got to be, you know, I, I can't be associated with somebody who, like it's like that. So anyway, uh, we gotta end it because it's about to. You know, yes, I don't want you to get cut absolutely. off. Like unfortunately, the last time. Yeah. Um, so do one last but, shout out, like how people can find you and where they can see your film and all that stuff. Twitter on Jonathan Moody, um, Jonathan A Moody on Facebook, uh, Jonathan A Moody filmmaker on Instagram, and Amazon Prime for Scary Story Slumber Party. So thank Yay. you guys so much, and Laura, thank you so much for hosting for tonight i had i had so much fun i hope to do it again and i I, again i'm co-hosting with you and that is just so much fun i can't wait to do more (laughs) so until the next show um thank you everyone for you know uh listening in and hopefully uh you have all all have a nice weekend and i'll talk to you soon (laughs) all right have a good one (laughs) bye Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.